Star 102.5, where we are live and local across Moore County and the Sandhills, in which today we have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Harris, who um, is going to tell us a little bit about heart disease and um, what that means. Good morning, Dr. Harris. How are you? Good morning, Jenny. I'm doing great. Thank you. Heart disease is often thought of a man's disease, but it's the number one killer of women in the U.S. Is there one thing that that you would like women to know about heart disease? Sure, Rich, you're exactly right. As you said, heart disease remains the number one killer for women in the United States. One in four women will actually die of heart disease. So first, I would just want to make sure women do understand that heart disease is not simply a man's disease. And though um, women typically experience the same symptoms as men most often, there are some times when that's not the case. For example, women will usually have more, will deny chest pain but may have a chest pressure or tightness. And also, more importantly, women are, are more apt to experience atypical or non-traditional symptoms such as shortness of breath, fatigue, dizziness, or lightheadedness. Now that we know more about the symptoms women experience, what should we know about the risk factors of heart disease in women? Sure. Well, typically the, the main risk factors um, are, are synonymous across for men and both women. However, women often have other risk factors which are more important. For example, diabetes. Women are more apt to have a heart attack if they're diabetic than men. Also, um, menopause is specific to women in that the low levels of estrogen after menopause pose a significant risk of developing uh, heart attacks and strokes. Um, Family history of heart disease tends to be very important in women, and I would also say that mental stress and depression affect women's hearts more than men. Um, So... I'm also told every time I go in for my physicals, the doctor says, you know, heart disease is one of those things that we really have a great deal of control over when it comes to prevention. So if we talk about prevention, what can women do to reduce their risk of heart disease, doc? So first off, knowledge is power. Women should really strive to know and understand their numbers. It's important to get a baseline evaluation with their, their physician. You know, ask the question, do I have diabetes? You know, what is my cholesterol? And specifically the bad versus good cholesterol, as we call it. Um, understand what is the blood pressure? And is, is the weight appropriate? And um, family history? Um, at that point, you can begin to have, you know, discussions about developing strategies and, you know, implementation to help reduce your risk of heart disease. You know, one big one is that if, if you smoke, you should really stop. That's probably the biggest thing you can do to reduce your risk of heart, heart attacks or strokes. And finally, maintain a healthy weight and exercise regularly, eat a healthy diet, and manage your stress. And when is a good time to see a doctor? Oh, it's never too early to see a, your doctor and discuss your risk of heart disease. You know, if you're concerned about the risk or any symptoms you're experiencing, it's best to have it evaluated Um you know, because again, women tend, one of the reasons why women tend to do uh, worse than men in relation to the heart attacks is that they tend to ignore the symptoms longer, but probably because of the misconception that heart disease is primarily a man's disease. Is it helpful for you, Doc, that you get someone in early to say, well, let's get a baseline on where the size of your heart and what your EKG looks like and what your stress test might be um, or whatever measurements you use so that if you're going to be their doctor for years and years that you can tell if things are going in the right direction staying status quo or you know or what's going on 
Sure. Um, again, the, 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 most of our efforts are best spent in prevention. Um, you know, if, and if we can find um, folks who are uh, prone to cardiovascular disease or have cardiovascular disease before they have events, then we can really change the trajectory of their life and help prevent events from happening. So I would definitely say it's worthwhile getting in for those baseline evaluations and to continue to address the risk factors you know, going forward. Great information, Dr. Harris. To find out more information and if you're at risk for heart disease, visit firsthealth.org slash heart quiz to take an online risk assessment. Dr. Harris, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you very much. You guys have a great day. You too.